Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, howdy, everybody. Yes, here we are on a Tuesday morning in the Northland. And, of course, the Iowa caucuses are done. And pretty much exactly what I said was going to happen happened. Uh, Donald Trump walked away with the big victory. Well... Let's face it, what happens in Iowa is different than what's going to happen in New Hampshire, and we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Um, Iowa is a true caucus state. Uh, If you are a registered Republican, you can show up at the Republican caucuses, and uh, once they find you on their data board, which they do very easily, then you can then you can get a, a, a caucus ballot sheet to vote for the uh, choice that you want. Each, uh, each candidate's uh, surrogates are given about five minutes to make a speech for them. Uh, Trump's, uh, DeSantis, Haley, Ramswamy, they all made pitches. And, uh, and then the delegates vote. And uh, when the, del- when the de- delegate count was all done, first of all, even as cold as it was down in Iowa, uh, over 100,000 people showed up at the caucuses and voted. Uh, and uh, they came out uh, pretty much exactly as I thought. Donald Trump had 51%. So he got over that 50% margin. Ron DeSantis came in second, beating Haley, who uh, they had said all along that he, they thought Haley was going to win. But Haley didn't win. Uh, she came in third. I think uh, due mainly to some of her comments in New Hampshire recently, because, see, Nikki Haley is is not a true dyed-in-the-wool Trump kind of conservative. She's a semi-conservative, but she's more of a middle-of-the-roader. And when she was in New Hampshire here a week or so ago, and the reason she has spent a lot of time, contra- uh, you know, working uh, the... the uh, field in New Hampshire is because New Hampshire is a crossover state. You can be an independent, you can be a Democrat, and you can show up uh, and say, I want to caucus with the Republicans. And you can cast your vote. And if you hate Donald Trump and you don't want to see Donald Trump on the ballot or you don't want to see him representing you in New Hampshire, then you show up and vote against Donald Trump. You vote for somebody else. And Nikki Haley knew that she would be able to get a lot of support. So she simply made some comment that was caught on tape, something to the effect that, uh, well, in Iowa, they'll make a choice, and you have the chance of overturning that, or you have the chance of correcting it. In other words, she pretty much knew that Donald Trump was going to win in Iowa, and she was saying, you have a choice uh, here in New Hampshire to correct it, because even if you're an independent or a Democrat, you can come out and vote for me. Now, she has a huge fundraiser scheduled for, I believe, this weekend in New York, uh, and it's being put on by a couple of big-time Democrat uh, fundraisers. And so she's going to get a lot of money from the Democratic Party, and again, to draw votes away from Donald Trump. And she has a very good chance of building up some momentum in the next couple of weeks in New Hampshire, as I say, where they can try, you know, cross uh, cross lines, go across lines, and vote for 
a de- you know a Democrat can vote for Nikki Haley just simply to make sure that Trump doesn't get enough votes. And then from there they go to uh, South Carolina, or is it North Carolina? I think it's South Carolina. Anyway, she goes to the state where Nikki Haley was governor and has some strong support down there. So she's hoping to build some momentum in these next few weeks. In the meantime, the uh, uh, polling in Iowa came out pretty much like I said. Ramswamy barely made a a splash. He got 7.7% and last night pulled out of the race completely. Uh, Said that he is throwing his support to Donald Trump and... uh, I think he sees the handwriting on the wall and hopes that maybe Donald Trump will win another presidency and he would end up with a big uh, uh, position as secretary of uh, whatever, labor or anything. Anyway, Donald Trump notched a commanding win in the Iowa caucuses. I'm reading to you from uh, the Wall Street Journal, more than doubling the 24% support that he had received in 2016. See, when he ran in 2016, he didn't win the Iowa caucuses. He did get 24% of the support, but he got double that last night. A resounding victory for the former president whose 30-point win was the largest for a contested presidential caucus in modern Iowa history. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis edged out former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley for second place. It was a much-needed boost for DeSantis, who is going to find himself now this next week in New Hampshire as the odd man out. He has spent no time, no money, no effort in New Hampshire, and because of that will probably finish out of the race completely, and that's not going to help him. Because, yeah, a second-place vote is going to get him a few delegates, but not much else. Um, every county, and in, and DeSantis had gone to every county in Iowa and invested significant time and resources in the in the Hawkeye State, hoping that he would do much, much better. Now, where did, uh, where did Trump draw big time? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, he, those uh, that were attending the caucuses who had no college degree, he got 62% of those. Very conservative individuals, he got 58%. Rural caucus goers, people from the farm country, he got 58% of those people. So he drew pretty well, pretty broad all the way around the, uh, around from everything. Underscoring the extent of his dominance, Trump won almost every Democratic group by double-digit margins. Trump won 55% of white evangelical Christians. A block of Iowa voters more than doubled DeSantis as 24 and Haley's 13. More than 6 in 10 caucus scores considered themselves supporters of the Make America Great Again movement. Uh, and most of them, 74% of them, backed Trump. Um, In a hint of the next challenge for Trump, ensuring the full party is united, um, non-mega voters backed Haley by eight points and DeSantis uh, second with six. So there was not a lot of support there. Um, DeSantis' strength, he did do well, 29% in college degrees. Um, but other than that, well, he did he did get 35 percent of voters who were always against abortions. Um, so, you know, he got some support there. 
The final days of the campaign may have been decisive in the battle for second place as DeSantis had an eight-point edge over Haley among those who made up their minds in just the last uh, couple of days. Um, it was There's a lot of other interesting things that comes out of this breakdown of the caucuses, and uh, maybe we'll g- get into it a little bit deeper <clears throat> as we... Uh, as we go along here today, <laughs> but I found a rather humorous piece. You know, we've been talking about the border for a long, long time. Well, one of our listeners sent me a, a because we, we've asked a question for a long, long time. You know, what are they going to do? Uh, you know, this government under Joe Biden has allowed more illegal immigrants to cross the border and to draw off our welfare systems. Uh, getting health insurance, getting uh, housing, getting uh, whatever else they can get out of the government, that it's it's sooner or later going to break the economy. But this listener of ours sent me this. Evidently, the government has made a decision on what they're going to do. And for those of you out there that are about my age, you know, qualifying for uh, retirement, this is sad news, people. Here's what the here, evidently here's what the government has decided to do to help save the economy. The government will announce next month that the immigration department will start deporting seniors instead, instead of illegal immigrants uh, in order to lower Social Security and Medicare costs. Older people are easier to catch and will not remember how to get back home. So the person who sent me this said, it, it's sad. I started to cry when I thought of you, but then I remembered, then it dawned on me, I'll see you on the bus. <laughs> uh, so that might be how they're going to save some money. In the meantime, I don't know if you want to save any money necessarily, because it seems to me like every time I go up to dead on shooting range, I end up losing money or not losing it, but you know, paying it out of my wallet because I often find th- things that I just can't avoid not having. I got to have it. And uh, Candy's going to tell us today, Candy Fierro, the owner from Dead on Shooting Range, she's going to tell us about a huge shipment that she just got in, which might. Uh, so if you are uh, a gun enthusiast, uh, somebody that enjoys uh, firearms, somebody that enjoys doing shooting, listen up to what Candy has to say that they just got in a huge shipment. Candy, good morning. Good morning, Brad. You're definitely not the only one with that problem of losing money at dead on arms. <laughs> I, I'm happy to say that you're not the only one. That's why we keep getting these big shipments in you know that's one of the things that I'm, I'm so proud of my staff for is that they listen very well to our customers when they come in if somebody comes in and says you know dude i'm looking for for this specific firearm or do you have this one if we don't have it in stock a lot of times what they'll do they throw it in the cart on our distributor's site so when i pr- place the order we get those guns in so the next time that person comes in it's sitting on the shelf waiting for them or we'll give them a call nice. if they wanted to place an order but yeah we we got a huge shipment this weekend of uh, a whole bunch of new firearms that that i'm really excited to have out on the shelf so i'll be posting some pictures of those on our facebook site which hopefully won't get taken down by facebook again and if they do you'll have to stop on in and see what we have in the on the shelves Facebook actually takes pictures of your inventory down. They do, <laughs> yeah. I found a loophole that will help me keep them up a little bit longer, but I've uh, I've been banned a few times for posting pictures of our firearms, even though I, 
I put a little wow. disclaimer on there that we're we're licensed to sell them, but that's social media for you. Now, listen, you got to tell us uh, next week. You mean you might not be able to be on the air too much with us because you're going to be in some seminars and stuff. But you got to tell us about this because I've been reading about this in some of the handgun magazines that there is this massive show coming up in Las Vegas starting next weekend. Tell our listeners about what's going on and what you hope to bring back with you. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. I, I've never been out to Las Vegas, so that'll be exciting in itself. But uh, there's a, a four-day trade show coming up, and it's the, the biggest trade show in the gun world. It's where all of the distributors and manufacturers and companies like Dead on Arms that go out there, and they, they're debuting all of their new guns and products that they have for firearm accessories and uh, anything in the shooting sports industry, they, they're they showing what they have for the new year. So they've got some good deals where we can maybe pick up even some more inventory and get some ideas of what's coming in the, in the year. That's fantastic. So, so you're going to go out there and you're going to find everything to do with the shooting industry, the latest technology, the latest equipment, the latest of everything. And I have a feeling you might bring the uh, company checkbook with, might be uh, picking up a few things, huh? Might have to bring the credit card for sure. <laughs> well, that's good. So next, uh, so the week after that, when you're back in the uh, in Dead On, uh, people will be able to stop and talk to you a little bit and find out what uh, what might be new, what what might be coming through the supply chain, huh? That's right. Yeah, I'm really excited that's to exciting. see what they have to show us there. That's exciting. That's really good. And uh, Las Vegas is such a fun town anyway when you go to these shows. I've been to a couple of trade shows out there myself over the years, and uh, just fantastic. Uh, there's so much to do, so much to see. But, yeah, this is uh, that's what I've been reading in different uh, magazines is that this is well-known as the biggest uh, show of all equipment, all kinds of firearms, everything uh, to do with it from manufacturers to right down to the individual people. So sounds like it should be a good time. Now, you are going to try to call in if you've got some time in between uh, uh, trade shows and in between seminars, but uh, but we might not be able to get you quite as much. That's right. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to expect out there. I don't know how loud it'll be in there if I'm inside of the, the building at that time, but I will do my best. It'd be great to talk to you guys and let you know what I'm seeing. That's fantastic. Well, we look forward to that. Look forward to hearing what's going on. In the meantime, folks, get up to Dead on Arms. They have just received this last weekend a huge shipment of... Now, did you receive some new ones that you have not received before? Were there some yeah. new uh, firearms in there? Okay. There are, yep. Fantastic. So get up there to Dead on Arms, eight miles up Highway 2, coming out of Proctor. On the left-hand side, as you're going up, you will find Dead on Shooting Range. Indoor uh, indoor uh, retail location that's got literally everything that you can think of. They've got clothing, reloading equipment, firearms, ammunition, eye protection, ear protection, sighting, everything in the world. And then, of course, if you want to take a class, if you want to take your concealed carry class or a safety class, uh, they've got beautiful classrooms for that. And then the finest indoor shooting range anywhere in northern Minnesota, located right at the site there. So it's 
fantastic opportunity for you to find out what's going on. Dead on shooting range, you can give them a call at 218-729-9689. That's 729-9689. Or go to their website, a dead on shooting range, and uh, take a look at what they've got there. Well, Candy, have a great time next weekend. We'll talk to I think we're going to talk to you again before you leave anyway. So, uh, But uh, great opportunity for all of you in the Northland. If you've heard this ad this morning and you've been looking at uh, maybe picking up a new concealed carry firearm, get up to Dead on Arms right now. They've got a whole big new shipment in. Thanks, Candy. Thank you. Yep. Talk to you soon. Well, Kenny, we better go to our first break here of uh, Tuesday. We'll come back and we'll analyze a little bit more of what happened in the Iowa caucuses and what's ahead. The voice of American music, Willie. Willie Willie Nelson and family. May 23rd at Bayfront Festival Park. New album, Bluegrass, out now. Tickets on sale Friday, 10 a.m. at jpresents.com or call Tickets 300. Don't miss Willie Nelson and Family, live, produced by Jade Presents. Whiskey River, take my mind. Don't let a memory talk to me. River don't run dry. I, I, all I got to Whiskey River, take my mind. KDAL time is 1128. Uh, we are a bit overcast here in the Twin Ports. No uh, snow falling uh, here in the Twin Ports, minus four. Good. And we're uh, going to be seeing Willie Nelson in Duluth this summer. Can you oh. believe that he's coming to the Northland? It's awesome. <laughs> now, when is the date at Bayfront? When's he coming? Uh, Brad, this is brand new to me, and we're oh, just getting okay. this information. That's the first time I've heard that promo. Did They, they didn't say May 23rd, did they? Uh... I, I didn't hear a date. I was just listening to the music and stuff and hearing the, that he's coming to Bayfront, but I, I, I don't believe I heard a date. Yeah, let's see if they've sent an email out to us. Nothing yet on the email. Uh, this is brand new. Willie Nelson's <coughs> coming to Duluth. We'll get more information on it as we move along. Say, I got to tell you, Brad, no. I was reading this story. This is from Fox Business News, and I should be monitoring okay. that, and I'm not. Uh, Chicago area Tesla charging stations <laughs> lined with dead cars in freezing yes. cold, and yes. a bunch of dead robots are out here. This is crazy <laughs> stuff, Brad. It is. It is unbelievable. This stuff. is not a sustainable you know, thing. You can't no live like we've, this. We've talked about it. We've talked about it before, Kenny. That when you when these vehicles get very very cold. What is going to be happening? Well, now we know what's going to be happening because you're absolutely right. Well, a couple of th- a couple of big things have happened here in the uh, in the uh, climate area. First of all, J- John Kerry, you know, Joe Biden's uh, climate guy, is leaving his czarship, uh, climate czarship, uh, and he's he's going to work with Joe on his campaign. He's going to work with him on his campaign. Well, he's not done with the uh, fixing the the temperatures. No, no, no. Oh. He's not not completely Did he fail? done with that. Is, he, but... uh, is it being called a failure? 
Well, yeah, it's pretty much been called a failure. Didn't bring because the temperature saying, down. No, oh. it didn't. No. And and right now, according to this story, the U.S. output for oil and gas is actually at about 13.2 million barrels a day. It has finally surpassed the 13 million barrels a day peak reached during the Trump presidency. So even though even though Jobo keeps telling you we're going to get off of fossil fuels, we're we're still going after fossil fuels like crazy, and. So John has kind of backed off a little bit in that range. And then that followed up by the story you just talked about. This is this is absolutely unbelievable. But well not I shouldn't say unbelievable. It's exactly believable. Because what they have found, here here's the bottom line to it. It it turns out that cars like Tesla are not plug and go. You have a precondition. If you're going to plug in and charge your battery, you have to precondition the battery, meaning you have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to accept a fast charge from one of these uh, Tesla charging stations, said uh, Mark Billick of the Chicago Auto Traders Association. Uh, He told Fox News and and, uh, Fox Business that they reached out to Tesla but they have not heard back. And like you said, some of the people are saying, we got a bunch of dead robots out here, one man said. One guy, Kevin Sumrick, who had pushed his vehicle uh, to a Tesla charging station and tried for two days, had it plugged in, couldn't get it to fire up, couldn't get it to charge. He forced. He was forced to hire a flatbed tow truck to haul the vehicle to a working charging station. Because it turns out all of these Tesla fast charging stations really don't work too good when it's 20 below or 10 below or whatever. Uh, Many of the vehicles fail to charge at stations around Chicago. Um, They're trying to charge their vehicles amid long lines and abandoned cars. They've got a whole bunch of Teslas just sitting there waiting for something to happen where they can charge them up. That's not a good... You know... I don't think I would want to be getting off an airplane flight at Chicago's O'Hare knowing that my Tesla is sitting out in the uh, ramp someplace and it's been 10 to 20 below for a couple of two, three days with wind chill. What do you suppose the chances are that I'd be able to push the button and fire that baby right up? Ain't going to happen. Mm, ain't going to happen. No, and now what That's do you right. do? You've got to tow it. And like you said, Brad, now you've got to condition the battery and get it to a point where you can start to charge it. Yeah. This is not good, but that's why we've seen... See, Duluth Transit doesn't want to talk about it, but that's one of the reasons why we haven't seen a lot of the electric buses uh, that were purchased for large chunks of money running the streets of Duluth in the winter. Because they, well, they don't take a charge and hold a charge very good. Yeah, they had to install auxiliary heating. heaters. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, they had, and so that's how these things are operating. It's it's sad. It's crazy. It's insanity. What this president is trying to do, what John Kerry's trying to do, and you know, electric cars have a place in the world, Brad. They do. I believe that. Um, but uh, would not, that be in the junkyard or where? Well, yeah, maybe in the junkyard. <laughs> but they're just not a practical thing here. Now, maybe technology will change and 
10, 15, 20 years, who knows? But right now, this is not uh, a working uh, a working uh, thing. It's no. just not going to work. No, it's not. Also, uh, what's happening, Brad, is on the western, uh, I'm sorry, this would be the eastern side of Lake Superior, there are gale warnings. So a lot Woo-hoo! of ships that have already gotten through the Sioux Locks are waiting in eastern Lake Superior around Whitefish Bay and uh, along the southern coast there near uh, Marquette. And they're sure. all trying to get to Duluth or Superior. You've got the American but, Spirit. That's uh, going to be uh, docking in Superior for the winter. Uh, Paul Tregertha, that's on its way to Duluth. Arthur M. Anderson on its way to Superior. And the John Munson trying to make its way to Duluth. And uh, they've still got to get across that and they're, lake. They're not. They're not. They're not uh, working their way out into the lake yet with gale warnings. I'm sure they're going to try to stay in, stay in safety harbors to wherever they can get. Correct. Uh, right now, gale warning remains in effect until 7 a.m. tomorrow for uh, areas of eastern Lake Superior. And this yep. is going to be, uh, you know, some pretty nasty weather out there. So they're going to have to uh, toe the line and wait till they get here. Maybe, uh, maybe this weekend. Who knows? Well, Kenny, let's talk a little bit more about these EVs and uh, climate things in general when we come back after our CBS News break. Frosty, the snowman was a jolly, happy soul. With a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. KDAL time is 11.40. Uh, Willie Nelson, Frosty the Snowman. Now, Kenny, yeah. um, tell me again his age. Did he just turn 90? He's 90 years old. I believe he turns 91 in April. April, so he'll uh, perform in Duluth at the age of ninety-one. And KDAL and Jade presents Willie Nelson, May twenty-third. That is May twenty-third. Th- okay. Yes, May twenty-third. And uh, let me just uh, confirm. Yep, that's a Thursday, May twenty-third. Thursday, Bayfront Festival Park, seven o'clock. And to get your tickets now, uh, BayfrontFestivalPark.com, and uh, all the. Uh, Proceeds will go to Brad and Kenny on Sound Off. <laughs> oh, wait, don't we I didn't wish. read that right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I think you might, must have got that. Uh, I don't know where you picked that up. No. no let me ask you a question. Or I'm sorry. Tickets go on sale Friday, the 19th of January. So okay. this Friday, okay. tickets go on sale 10 a.m. A special on, online only presale. Uh, Thursday, January eighteenth at ten a.m. And I, uh, I happen to know that if we are helping promote this event, yeah. there might be some complimentary tickets somewhere around the station. So, would you please do me a favor and try not to leave during the show to start your begging and conjoling uh, routine, going door to door throughout the station? Hey, you got any tickets, Willie? Well, I'm sorry, I stopped making promises a long time ago. <laughs> But I'll see what I can do. Okay, thanks. In the meantime, folks, I'll tell you what. If you want a great deal, I mean a really great deal on insurance. Now, when I say a great deal, I don't mean necessarily just because the rates might 
be a little bit less than you're paying now, or maybe even substantially less. But I'm saying a great deal because you get great local agents that are helping you out. And that happens at Solutions Insurance Agency. They're an all-lines independent agency located right here in Duluth. They're, in fact, they're located out in the Spirit Valley Shopping Center. You, uh, you can drive right up in front of their door, walk in, bring your policy with, and just say, hey, would you make a copy of my policy here? And then have one of the agents. You know, I don't know, Heidi, Maggie, Allie, Tim, uh, Chris, Sonia, any of them. Ask any of them to uh, see if they can maybe do better, maybe either get me some better coverages, maybe get me better rates, or maybe a combination of both. And that might happen because they don't represent just one company out there at Solutions Insurance. They're an all-lines independent agency with about 70 different companies to choose from. So here's what you do first, though. Pick up the phone and dial 218 628 1878. That's 218-628-1878. When they answer the phone at Solutions, just ask them, could you guys give me that free insurance checkup that I hear Brad talk about on the radio with Kenny all the time? And, you know, they'll gladly take the information from you. You'll only have to give it one time and they'll run it through their bank of computers where they, you know, they keep all the rates for all these different great companies. And you might just be the next win of the week. Now, what is the win of the week? Well, that's uh, that's something that happens on Thursdays around here. Thursday, Chris Lohmeyer calls in and gives a highlight of somebody that had called the agency in the last week and done just that, asked to have the free insurance checkup. And I'll tell you what, we have seen, Kenny, have we not? Savings of 1500 on a regular basis. And we've seen some ba- some bases where there's been savings of five and six thousand dollars on on some business insurance, and they carry everything. They carry auto insurance, home insurance, car insurance, business insurance, flying insurance, boat insurance, motorcycle insurance. They got it all at Solutions Insurance. So do yourself a favor. Give them a call at two one eight six two eight one eight seven eight and see if they can give you a hand. Better insurance for better uh, better rates. Okay, you ready, Brad? Well, yes, I am. Wow, what a game. That was that was incredible. Now, it really was. Are the Islanders that bad, or did the Wild finally... Uh, well, you, you had mentioned the other day that after that bad loss to Arizona, they held a players-only meeting Yeah, where they kicked all the coaches, general managers, everybody out, and just uh, had a come-to-Jesus meeting with themselves. Yeah. And that seems to have made a difference. It did. <laughs> It made a huge difference. <laughs> it helps that you get your best defenseman back in the lineup, uh, Jonas Brodin, and uh, so yes. that helped. But uh, what a game. They needed this. Uh, if they would have lost this game, 
it would just been terrible for the organization, but they did yeah. exactly what they needed to do, Brad. They won the game. They got Mark, Mark Andre Fleury, his uh, record-setting victory, and they right. shut out the Islanders, and they continued the streak. They've owned the Islanders now, I think, in the past six games. Maybe it's even ten wow. games. So, uh, Is just, there any way we can play the Islanders more this year? <laughs> listen, I remember 1981 very well. I'm sure you do, too, when the Minnesota North Stars lost in the Stanley Cup to the New York Islanders. Yes, so this will So this will never get old to me, uh, our Minnesota hockey team beating the New York Islanders. Now, who's up next? Who do we play? Uh, who do the Wild play we got to wait till Thursday. They're going to be at Tampa Bay uh, six o'clock. Oh, that's right. That's right. They go on that southern tour. They play Tampa, and then they play Florida. Uh, the Predators. Predators. After that, right? Uh, no. Is... They play Tampa. No? They play Florida okay. in Miami. The Panthers. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. And then Panthers. they go to. Okay. And then they go to Carolina to play the Hurricanes. So this Thursday. Oh, okay. And then Friday and Sunday, uh, they're going to be on the road. But we're going to start this Thursday, the 18th, at Tampa, six o'clock. Drop of the puck, and again, wild hockey on WDSM seven ten. The game. Now those are uh, those are teams um, that they could beat, uh, but they could also lose to them. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pick up their pace. But like you say, now you got Brodeen back, you got uh, Thrill back. Um, so you know, things are starting to come together. Oh, and guess what else, Kenny? <laughs> Yesterday I said. What happened to Garen? I've never seen. I haven't seen the general manager anymore. Where's yeah. Bill Garen? Right today, big, big, uh, big sectional piece in the Pioneer Press. Garen isn't second guessing his moves, and it's a whole story about how he's he's not uh, he's he's not giving up on these guys. He thinks the Wild has the talent to do it, and he thinks they're going to make it happen. Uh, I just, I, I don't get that feeling, he said. I get the feeling that these guys uh, enjoy playing for John, the new coach, and they're going to make things happen. And, and then, of course, it, the story went on to talk about how they've got this $14.7 million dead cap space hit from the Parisi and Sutter buyouts. But they said, you know, in the very near future, uh, you could see some some new... Uh, uh, new people coming up through the system. For example, they talked about Rossi and, Fab and Faber, you know, how much of an impact they've had. But they said there's a couple of young defensemen in the system, Damon Hunt and Carson Lambos. I don't know anything about either one of them, but they said that uh, there are some names to watch in the future and they could be coming up through the system very soon. So I'm I'm hoping that uh, you know the overall health of the organization is better right now, better than it's been for a while. But uh, you know they've got they've got to start pulling some wins together in a row to make it happen. Um, okay, so back to the, what happened last night in the Iowa caucuses, and I know we're you know we're to that point actually where we should be. Uh, probably doing our Minnesota news break. In fact, let's do that. And then I'll end up this segment with giving you a couple other highlights out of the caucuses last night. KDAL time is 11.54. It is cold, Brad. Minus four in Duluth. 
a 26 below on the wind chill because those west winds are gusting. Uh, actually, they're sustained at about 20 miles an hour, so still very cold. Uh, we do have Jim Stuckel on the phone from Tortoise and Hair Footwear. And, Brad, real quickly, I was telling Jim earlier, uh, Jim, I was out in the backyard, and just for the listeners, I'll retell the story. And I was going to go, uh, you know, do my uh, thing that I do to clean up after the dog. I got off the <laughs> stairs, Brad, and I hit the first, uh, the snow, but it gets that real slick, icy sheen on it. And oh, I almost fell yeah. and broke my neck. You know, I had to do my best uh, hockey balancing uh, routine. And I yep. went back up. I thought, oh, no, I got the ice bugs. I'm putting them on. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So the ice bugs are on, and it just gives you so much control, uh, Jim. And like I've said, you're not going to fall on ice with those ice bugs. You're just not going to fall. Right. You're it's, not going to slip so, and fall. Right. It's it's yeah. so unlikely. But, you know, and, and they say, you know, nothing is 100%. We can be goofy enough to do almost anything. But it's certainly going to gonna keep you upright in most circumstances. So... You know, a good a good safety measure. Now, Jim, we've been we've been talking about safety with the ice buds and things like that, but uh, but what about warmth? When it's really really cold like this, below zero, do you have anything for footwear that will keep you warm a little bit? We we do. We have uh, actually one of the ice bugs is about a forty below product, and we have the other one called Next Grip, which is also a thirty below. But my advice is uh, stay inside when it's really cold like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that should be my advice to myself. But we, like uh, like Kenny, have have a dog, or we have two. So and they they insist on going out and and taking their hikes oh, yeah. and runs, and so that, which is good for us, I guess. Well, it, yeah, we we've got to get outside a little bit, but. Uh... But like you say, it's uh, you want to you want to make sure you stay upright and you want to be a little bit warm too. Right, absolutely. So yeah, um, and you know, and besides that, I mean, we've got outerwear that helps you. And but but this is also a time of year, Brad, that we talk about the uh, non-birthday sale. So oh yeah, so, yeah, that's we, right. We don't those, ever want those shoes that have been sitting there for almost a year. We don't want them to go through a birthday. That's right. We before the candles come out, we need to move them along. So we've got product that, you know, drastically reduced because we have new things coming in as the spring rolls along, um, yep. and and so last summer's product, you know, we we move along because, and we've told the story. You get some of those great deals on the internet, and you're buying a five year old pair of shoes, which. All the EVA foam has already started to compress. The glues have started to pull apart, and you get that great deal on your house, put on your feet, walk a little ways, and go, "Wow, this isn't what I expected," because it's no. a different shoe. So um, we we move those along before anything like that even begins to happen, and you've got a fresh pair of shoes at a at a great deal. And you do you give you 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 discount them pretty pretty steep, and they're still getting a new quality shoe, but you just don't want them to get uh, be, beyond that limit. So people are picking up a good deal for it. Absolutely, and that's uh, and you know it's part of our fit process, and we we make sure you get the right shoe. We we have a computer, which boy, I can hardly wait. We we get about a week or so until we tell you about something new with our computer, Albert, 
it, it's taken it it's taken the next step in analysis and okay. yeah so we, we saw that we look last forward week to that. A, yeah at a trade show and Wow. I mean, it was just eye-opening, and it was, uh, yeah, I okay. want this. I, I, I need it. Well, Jimmy, so. you gotta you got to tell us what hours you're open. And, you, of course, everybody knows you're on the corner of 40th Avenue West and Grand, right there, the blue and white building. But when are you there? Okay, we're open every weekday from 9 until 7, Saturdays 9 to 5, Sundays noon to 4. You can reach us at 218-624-4840. And check us out on tortoisehairfootwear.com. Fantastic. Thank you, Jim Stuckel. Okay. So many great opportunities, so many great things to look at, to purchase, to keep you warm and safe uh, in the winter and summer. So, uh, Kenny, we're about done. We, in fact, we are done this hour. We'll, uh, we're going to be coming back with hour number two in the afternoon edition. I'm going to finish up this analysis because this is kind of interesting. There's some very interesting stuff from last night in Iowa. And then we'll move on to some other things as well here on Sound Off 610 KDAL.